Besides that, like niggas outside of the music industry, it's like ah, just cause Jay Prince said Drake don't gotta drop the track, you don't gotta drop. Like nigga, do you know Jay Prince? Do you like, know who this is? Do you know who that is? Like legit, you bought chips for that nigga. That nigga made you run to the store, son. <laughs> like, no, but um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was his son that got cool with Drake, you know, and found that talent when Drake was trying to get out there. Mm, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So that's that's, that's the Jay Prince connection right there. Um, I both, yeah. I, I kind of think that there's going to be a response on that Scorpion now. Not for nothing. That's just I how mean, I, uh, if it is, I'm pretty feeling. sure Pusha got something in the stash. Yeah, because I, 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 I doubt... This, he, this was, dude, he was actually... Yeah, this dude said that he got he got something that's career ending for Pusha. Ah, Pusha's pretty nice, bro. He almost, I mean, he might have it, but I think Pusha's still he ready just, for it. He you just know? made like, Drake stutter stuck with this track. <laughs> like, yeah, I, think, I don't think Drake was... He didn't even think that was a that was gonna happen. He thought he was Meek Mills. Yeah, for real. But yo, shout out to Meek. He living that life right now. Facts, free. bro. Shout out to him. He was him. at Summer Jam and shit. Chilling. Living Chilling. good. Living good. He, yo, unfortunately, he wasn't able to uh, get the judge removed off oh, the bench. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so good. Besides that, he guys home free. free. Right home yeah. is free. You guys free. That's all that matters. Little battles, you know. Little battles you lose, but you try to win the war. That's all it is, bro. But how's everything uh, else, man? What uh, everything's good. I think we gotta get into a lot of stuff that happened over the week of wrestling, and there was a whole lot. Do you wanna like do this in order? Do you like wanna uh, jump around? You know what? You know what I think we should jump into. But oh, before we jump into something, I just wanna say, shout out to WrestleRap. They had a one year anniversary. I think it was last Saturday. Pretty dope podcast. If you're hearing this, check it out. It's pretty dope. I even supported them. I bought a T-shirt. Video Sparks, my man's right there. He's Very dope. Nice. Follow him on Twitter. Always, always a great feed off of wrestling, hip hop in general, and everything. But as we're gonna get into it right now, the one thing that really caught my eye during the week was the the idea of Madison Square Garden having other wrestling promotions hold oh. events at the Garden. Like that—that's major because, as we know. 
as as far as we can as far as we know, WWE their home in New York City is Madison Square Garden. But as time has passed within the last couple of years, it's been mostly Barclays Center and live events has been in MSG. Yeah, man. So uh, they've only uh, they've been wondering where the money's gonna come in for you know their pay per views and stuff yeah. and. Other promotions are looking at it. Well, Ring of Honor has been announced, right? Mm-hmm. For MSG coming soon. Triple A. Triple A, not yet, not yet. That's still talks. There's still talks yeah, yeah, going yeah, in. So they're talking about like talks. a couple, multiple, date, multiple well, dates for that. That's a good look. That's a good look. Uh, honestly, uh, I get that it's expensive to work in the city. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's why WWE went to the Barclays Centers to mm-hmm. do the pay per views <clears> and stuff. But to have Triple A in Madison Square Garden just in the center of the world is such a good look. And oh, Ring yeah, of Honor. Definitely. Like, you got Ring of Honor in MSG. That title alone is going to draw money. Even AAA <laughs> in MSG. Yo, Junction's there, son. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Junction's there. Yo, because um, they were saying how the pricing for television events at MSG is so high compared to just having a live, just having, like, those house shows. Yeah, yeah. That... What they're paying at the Barclays Center, they're they're making way more money out of it. And, I mean, the Barclays Center, I think, holds, if that, probably five, maybe 6,000 seats less than Madison Square Garden. Okay. But still, like, it doesn't, I, I guess it doesn't match up in the price cost. Mm-hmm. So, they were saying that for WrestleMania 35 that's coming back to the MetLife, all the events that they have, uh, NXT TakeOver show, right? Yeah. The Raw and SmackDown, plus the Hall of Fame, all four of those events are going to be at Barclays Center. Last time they came out here, uh, the Hall of Fame was at the Barclays, Barclays Center. Barclays Center, I remember that. You yeah. know, so it's like they're not getting anything in return during a big wrestling weekend. And we, as we've seen within these past couple of years already, WrestleMania weekend is like one of the biggest, if not... The biggest wrestling weekend, wrestling week, week. actually. Yeah, for wrestling in general. For for the yeah for, for the just for the, the business in general. Yeah, yeah. Because think about it, like I, every, I'm trying to go to everything. Everywhere, everyone conjugates right it, around exactly. WrestleMania. So, I, I'm trying to like stay in Midtown for the week. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Just Midtown. We're looking at traveling to Queens, mm-hmm. where we already live. Jersey, we don't live there. <laughs> we don't live there. Yep. Fucking, yo, maybe in Connecticut, we don't live there. You, exactly. you feel me? Like, yeah, shit like that. Man. We got this traveling that's going to be involved. Like, this, you good. know, New Orleans had, like, Metro cards. Like, they had areas. <laughs> but, yo, we're Metro yo, cards on deck. Metro son, cards on deck, on bro. deck, son. And then, L, for the people that are traveling out here for WrestleMania weekend next year, if you have to do the Long Island Railroad from wherever you at, they have these weekend passes. They're only four dollars for each fare, which is great because the Long Island Railroad is pretty expensive. It's like ten fifty a ride. So just take that into account. Get a, a weekly Metro card when you're out here. Don't even don't even do the cabbing. Just do all all mass transit. Trust me, you'll be fine. Yeah, for real, for real. It's but, all the timing. If you're gonna if you're gonna lift or Uber, you better time that right. Cause yeah, definitely. Sucks. Definitely, it's gonna be massive traffic. Massive traffic out here. Word. You know, but as I was telling you earlier in the week, what really got me hyped about ROH wanting to have an event out here next year, mm-hmm. the only one thing that came to mind 
with Supercard. Oh, yeah, definitely. If they have Supercard at the Garden during WrestleMania week. That's... I'm going to be so broke, Listen. Rents going to be due. It doesn't matter. Two months behind. Listen. (laughs) Two months behind. This is going to be one of those those times in wrestling in general is going to be a beautiful thing. Like, I just think... And I'm not just saying it because... I'm a New Yorker, I'm here, but it's just there's just a different atmosphere out here, especially when you have so many different promotions coming out here at the same time, and so many different wrestling fans from all colors, nations, and creeds just coming together and just having a great time throughout the week. Like, you can't ask for anything better than that. Word up. Yo, well, honestly, what I'm hoping for for WrestleMania weekend, and I, yo, I really hope it happens... Matt Riddle's Bloodsport 2. Ooh. Because I missed yes, Bloodsport yes. 1 because it was in New Orleans. But we, yo, uh, and we were going to go, Orleans, man. In the last minute, we couldn't. But it's all good. Dude, it's all good. Dude, you you got a wedding to deal with. Uh, You're looking listen. at postponing that wedding. I don't think, I don't think your wife is going to be too appreciative. No, no, no postponing. No <laughs> yeah. postponing. Just a lot more working. There's a lot more working. There's a lot more working. Love a you, baby. A lot more back, back <laughs> You know? But that's that's something major, and I'm actually really liking because it brings a lot more talent out here to New York, and there's a lot more for us to see out here as wrestling fans from New York. Yeah, seriously, it opens up the world to wrestling itself. You know, it's not just WWE. Yeah, it's more than just that. You know, it's a great thing at the end of the day. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. What else is going on? Um, well, Brock Lesnar passed CM Punk. Punk. <sighs> Title win. I think it was what 434 days for. For CM Punk, and then he went over 434. Yeah. And, I mean, they... 10 matches. Yeah, but listen, Okada had 12 in 700-plus days. That's also true. That's all, but Okada's also fought a lot of He's fought, the but... Shows. Yeah, I, I feel... I, like, you know what? That's the only thing I give I to Okada, I, because he's he's at least been there for the shows and fought, even though they weren't title contender shows. Yeah, it's he hard. He still fought. It's fucking hard to, like... Excuse Brock, because you're paying money. People pay money to see Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like they've legit been like, "Yo, I've gone to see just him," and I feel like it's ridiculous that he's just, you know, he's a champ and he's worked aside. I, I get it; it's a part of yeah. his contract. He's working only pay per views and shit, and pops up here and there. Definitely. But, yo, you can't compare his his uh his streak, his championship run to anybody else's. It's very yeah. fucking. You can't. It's it, it's oh it's like a huge asterisk. You feel me? Like I, I don't even know how else to explain it. I mean, I just, just for them to like kind of compare it to what people did with the world title, I wasn't really feeling. You know what? It I is? didn't feel that. And then also with CM Punk, he wrestled with that title 110 times, defended it 110 yeah, that, times. 110 times? I believe no. it's 110 times. Couldn't have been that Out much. of 434 days, 110 really? times is not that, not that incredible. That's, that's like a, basically like almost a third of the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, And he was, oh, yeah, he was legit there. That's why his arguments with the whole fucking WWE was like, yo, I rarely took off. And when I needed to for the staff infections and shit like that, they wouldn't allow it, you know? But <coughs> if my numbers are correct... Not too sure, but I'm sure CM Punk defended that title way more than ten times compared to Brock Lesnar, and I don't know if we're counting either titles. Also, are we counting like titles like the no, Smoking the Skull, 
title. They're just saying world titles in general. In general, right? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's why I figured. That's why I figured, bro. So it's but just... My, my thing is, it's like, it's not, you know, it's not Bruno San Martino. Not yet, obviously. You know, like, all those, all those. Th- he, only held the, he only held the championship two times, Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I know. Out of fucking eight years or some shit like that. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> That's he ridiculous. Had the, his first title reign was, like, seven plus years. His second title reign was, like, I think four. Three and a half Gosh. or something like that. Seriously. You know, and it's just, like, yo, you can't, I, it's the universal title. It's not the world title. Did you find you, the CM Punk record? I don't even know. I, I'm trying. I, yo, listen, I got the I got the Googles and the Bleaker reports going in right now. I'll, I'll get it right now. I'll get it right now. But, yeah, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you about the Bruno Santa Monica. No, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it just kind of, like, you know, undermines everything else that was done with the world title. Yeah. Like, yeah. He held that for 400-plus days as a universal champion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not as a world champion. It's two different things, and I feel like they, they're, they're trying to put it together, but i seen on Twitter, they're like, most days, the, the, the most days of any title reigns okay. that they put on Twitter, and then they had... So was just talking that, to Yeah, they had CM Punk there with his 430-plus days, and they had Brock with his... And then Pete Dunne as well. Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne is up there with his title. Mm. Pete Dunne had it for over a year, right? Yeah, Pete Dunne, he's clocking you know? in almost a, He's clocked in over a year. So, you know, like, I, I just feel like at first they try to make it like, oh, oh he beat CM Puck's title rings. Like, they said it. Michael Cole said that. Mm-hmm. Like, why say it if it's not the same title? Makes no sense. You know, it's not the same title. You can't, you can't put that title... In the same category as the world title. Yeah. The world title is held by legends. Legends that are still living. Legends that are still alive. Some that passed as well. Can't put it in the same, man. I, I don't know. That's just me. I don't know how you guys feel hearing this. But if you want, yo, listen, man. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Hit us up. Let us know what you feel. Let us know what you're thinking, man. All right? My bad. I'm. I was just. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I gotta talk to the people sometimes. No, nah, yeah, definitely. I talk to the people. I'm just reading off of the Reddit. Some, I don't even know. Some people be going in sometimes on like <laughs> fucking crazy shit. No, reading stuff off Reddit is just sometimes can set you up for failure, man. Cause nah, people put so many, so much shit some, up there. No, nah, no. Nah, some kid had a date to date, and it was like 210 defenses. I was like, I don't remember that number. <laughs> I. I don't but, know. Uh, yo, that seems, like that I, seems a lot. But also, like I said, CM Punk, with, regarding to WWE's schedule, like, there's moments where he's, like, if they're considering house shows and shit like yeah. that, we don't see things like that, you feel me? That's right. So it's just like, yo, he could be defending it that many times. Or he could have had just four defenses and just had it 434 days. That's true. Or, like, Brock Lesnar got 10 defenses and shit. It's just shit like that, though, man. It's just, it's weird, man. Sometimes when they do these records, it's not, that's, oh, the frustration. <laughs> the frustration, yeah. Yo, son, it's so frustrating. It's like, yo, I want to make things legitimate for myself as a human being. <laughs> just so I could defend this. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like shit like this. It's just like, yo, bro, like, 
I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's what wrestling. Just like what they say, it's just wrestling. Yeah, you know? like they like some say fake records, but whatever. Yeah, for real. You know? Fake uh well, fake news and shit. Uh, yeah. something that me and uh, LP stumbled upon as we were getting our topics ready for today was Triple H supposedly being absolutely open to cross promotional events with New Japan. That sounds like great news. But that's also what the modern fans have been like hoping for for like ever already. Can you <laughs> imagine the matches that they could put together? No, no, no. What I want to imagine is fucking Triple H every day trying to nudge this idea into Vince's mind. <laughs> and Vince just dubbing it like a mosquito in the room like, Get out of here! Damn it, Paul! Yeah. <laughs> He's not even calling him H. Yeah, he's, he's calling him by his government. God damn it, Paul! Get the hell out of here! Like, God damn it, Paul! You want me to go and be friends with these guys? <laughs> You're fired! Nah, he's fired. <laughs> no, no, I know. He's not gonna fire his son in law, but you know, that's just him being mad. Word, God word. damn it, come back over here, I love you! Yeah, this son I never had. And then, like, Shane's back there crying. <laughs> nah, Shane don't match him, man. He's always a man. But that's crazy news, though, at the end of it. Like, yeah, and, amazing. yo, it's perfect. If you if you think of the, like, the storyline, the story that's been going on, on the low, low. All right, so this is another thing I do as a wrestling fan. I connect everything for some reason. Like, like Chris Jericho. You're, you're connecting I mean, dots. Yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist. This so guy. I feel like there's stories okay. on the low that happens that they are pushing. And they don't want us to see until they start telling us, oh, so this is a, this is an ongoing step. Like, Chris Jericho's fucking back and forth into both promotions, you know? Right. Like, he's jumping into he's jumping into New Japan and WWE. He just won the... He does whatever the fuck he wants. Yo, he really does. He really, <laughs> he really fucking does. His music's being played for NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Fucking... And I was... Yo, last year, I was like... I, when we were at SummerSlam last year, I was like, yo, you know what would be dope? Fucking Judas... From Fozzie as the opener for the fu- fucking SummerSlam. And just have Chris Jericho play fu- uh, fucking Judas. Just to open up the show. Yo, just give him that. Yo, the whole crowd will go nuts, dude. Yo, listen, man. Trust me. There's something in the works. It has to be something in the works. Because he said that Vince gave him the okay. Like, yo, do it. That's great. That's great for the business. Yo. Not even only great for the promotion. But he said great for the for business, business exactly. of wrestling. So, I mean, sees, if he thinks about it like that... He's starting to see the trend. He's seeing what Chris Jericho's doing. Yeah. Chris Jericho's jumping promotions. He's jumping into the fucking sea with the fucking rock and roll rager mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean. I forgot what it's called. It's an insane yeah. title. It's uh, like the, the Jericho Holics rock and roll rager in the middle of the rock, sea. Rock and rager cruise? Yeah, with Ring of Honor in the middle. And there's wrestling. First time ever wrestling in the middle of the boat. ring. Yeah, on the I'm boat. I'm wondering who's throwing up off a of seasickness. Yo, and you got everybody <laughs> in that bitch. Everybody in that bitch. I'm sure Vince McMahon is looking at this guy like, yo, this is the golden goose that I am so lucky to win. Because, yo, he's a man of ideas. Yeah. And he's he's not scared to push the limits, Chris Jericho. Honestly, at... Props to Jericho. Yo, Salute, brother. For real. For real. Like, honestly, the shit he's done is insane. So, I know... He got Ralphus over Yo, exactly. <laughs> he got Ralphus over. That's insane. And without even trying to put him over. Like, he was That's healing nuts. us. He That's was a heel. Nuts, man. He was a heel. A heel. <laughs> Yo, son. It's just, I just feel like Chris Jericho has his little Canadian fingers in this. His little Canadian <laughs> fingers. For real, son. Like, yeah, yeah. Canadian fingers that were fu- that was born in New York, baby. Facts. Long Island, baby. 
His dad was a New York Ranger. I, I yo, it's just perfect. Like if Chris Jericho was to come back one more time for either promotion, like I right, he's he's obviously in New Japan right yeah. now. But if he was to come back to WWE and call it like his last thing, this would be like one of the greatest fucking stories to ever come. Yeah. Like Chris Jericho comes back with New Japan fucking guys. And just like tries to take over WWE with New Japan and then guys, it ends off like, for like a invasion. career ending match. Yep. And Chris Jericho loses, and then has New Japan Ooh. run back to New Japan, and yo, it just opens up a door. Like there's times that New Japan and WWE are gonna collide. It's just you just never know when, yo, and you never know who's awesome. gonna lead the charge. <laughs> you just never know, and then you never know who switch that's, sides. Well, listen, that's yo, us as fans yeah, talking I know. right now. I, like I said, I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I just already made a story for Kenny Omega jumping ship from New Japan to WWE with that whole story. Him, him being the Austin of it. Him being the betrayer, the Judas of it. The Austin. Remember, yeah, Austin yeah. went with the WCW. Yeah, crew. exactly, exactly. It switches up from New Japan to WWE, and Young Bucks follow. That'll be follow. something else, and they'll be insane. It'll be awesome. That'll be something that's, else. That's just me being crazy. <laughs> That'll be, be something crazy. else, bro. Sorry about that, guys. I just went on on like a ten minute rant. <laughs> on that's what we. That's what we like. That's what we want to hear, man. Uh, where well, are we at with now? Also, we had man, we had a great. Great pay per view. Not well. I can't even say pay per view, but a great event. Okay. One of, one of New Japan New Japan's big events, Dominion. Dominion two thousand eighteen. Move. Okay. <laughs> Took away ten years from us. Two thousand eighteen. Yes, sir. Yo, that shit was awesome. I, I, yo, I, 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 let me. Yo, wait, wait. Let me. You tell one me. Thing you out. tell me. Yeah. You see how Michael Elgin is looking right now? That dude has slimmed down. I think it was the beard also. He cut. He trimmed down yeah, the beard. But you see more neck. He seems <laughs> leaner. Yo, yo, he's got, he, but he's, he's fucking chiseled. Chiseled son. right now, I, dude. I, yo, he's what five ten? Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not, not a big a dude. Tall dude. Yo, he's but not a tall dude. he's a, he's another Canadian. Five ten. Fucking not not even six months ago, he just looked a little heavier, a little softer. You know, he had a little bit more weight on the gut. He had a beard, so it kind of covered up the neck and made it look like he had no neck. 5'11", you know? kid. That's He's 5'11". Crazy. But, yo, son, the strength that he has, he has center fucking, like, he has that fucking, uh, what's that shit called? Where you get that good center of gra- gravity, where you could balance yourself really well. Yo. Dude. Chiseled, son. He looks like Insane. a guy that He's Vince fucking would work. love, bro. Hell yeah, he's putting map, and he has all those power moves. But that, and tri- he's that, tri- safe. that triple threat match, phenomenal. That phenomenal. triple threat match was dope, man. Hell yeah, he he really. I think that was like his coming out party right there, to be honest. I think so. Yeah, you man. think you can see him uh, shooting for the titles in the uh, uh, You know what I want to see him holding, to be honest. I want to see him holding the Intercontinental title. Woo! Uh, I think you're dropping too many shits. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? He has the never this? open weight title right now. Why not hold the IC title? There's I don't think he's people. ever. Has he hold? Has he held it? What the never weight? No, no, no. The the IC. No, no, no. Definitely not. not. Right? Definitely not. But yeah, that 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 triple threat was fucking dope, son. He could be somebody to hold that title, man. I'm telling you. You know who's surprising? Who's surprising in the, these uh matches with the heavyweight division? Takashi. I mean, ta- I mean, not Takashi. Tai Chi held the IC title. What, uh, the New Japan? Yeah, New Japan, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, bro. 
John. Oh man, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry for that one. That that was on me. That was on me right there. But he has the never open weight. That's what he won in the triple threat match. Yeah, against uh, Tai Chi and Goto. Yeah, which was lit. So great son. match. Great match. Very yo, and not for nothing. Like I said, six months ago he looked heavier. Yo, within six months, matter of fact, within the year, within less than a year, he lost forty pounds, bro. Forty pounds. Wow. Maybe less than that, but you know. Wrestling wow. exaggerates. If they say 40, I'm guessing like maybe 25, 30. But still, that's work, son. Like, you could see it. You could see it, man. That's pretty tough. <laughs> Yo, but fucking Young Bucks, they won the heavyweight tag titles. They heavyweights. The, they're heavyweights. Heavyweights. Man. They're big duty guys now. They're big boys. Big boys. They got their Hulk Hogan uh, workout belts on and, and they, everything. That gives them an extra five pounds. Easy. You know? But yeah, they beat. Yo, uh, imagine, imagine they get real chiseled and stop and stop beating at uh, Fridays. I think right now that's <laughs> I, I, no. I think uh, Cracker Barrel. That's what. Oh, well, it's Cracker Barrel. Cracker Sorry, Barrel. Cracker Barrel. It's Cracker Barrel out here. Fridays. Yeah, out Fridays in Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Best Japanese cuisine. No, but it's definitely yo, <laughs> the Young Bucks. Out of all the years I've been watching wrestling, these guys are around our age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, these guys are really good, man. Yo. And they continue the story, their, son. Their in-ring chemistry and just the whole psychology. I don't get. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. They have in-ring psychology. Oh hell yeah! They know how to sell, dude. They fucking yo Matt, Matt Jackson. Yeah. Keeps selling the back injury. He's been selling that back injury for months already. Months. Mm-hmm. And if he really legitimately has a back injury, obviously he shouldn't be in the ring. And. Everybody would tell him that, it's, but you could tell it's a work, and you, like it's not. It's not even only that. It's not either. even only it's that, just, but it's just psychology-wise. He's telling yeah, everybody, man. "My back, boom, the target's the back." Now his brother's got to protect his his yeah. other brother to make sure he doesn't get his back broken. Like, then you got Nick Jackson as the action hero that comes in with twenty-seven combination kicks. <laughs> Fucking yo, and they're heavyweights now, so they're kind of diminishing. I mean, they're kind of dwindling down on the flips and stuff. But they still got their, like, speed. You can see that they're kind of, like, picking up on it. You feel me? On the speed and the weight. Yeah. But, yo, they, they're they learning. Like, you can see their progress from junior to heavy, and it's working yeah, perfectly. But, and then they all they all wanted to say something bad about them just because within when they went in the junior division, they weren't selling. But it's like those those guys at that weight, they move quick. They do things quickly. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. it's all part of... That aura of what is a junior heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, cruiserweight, whatever you want to call it. As soon as you move up to those big boys, like, yo, you have to sell it. Because you're getting hit harder. You know what? Things that, are starting to hurt a lot much more. Yo, it's, you know? it's very true. Very true. And you got to show that you're not facing the same competitors that you were facing in the last division. Exactly. You know, these kicks are coming in heavier, faster. Harder punches are coming in harder. Yep. Fucking yo, these body slams are no joke now. You know this dude's frog splashing me, who shouldn't be jumping off the top rope. <laughs> you know, exactly. shit like that. You exactly. know, <laughs> it's just crazy like scenarios. And the best thing about New Japan with the divisions is that you see with each wrestler that they progress. They want to be in the junior vi- division, and then you see their character change to yo. I don't want to be stuck in the junior weight anymore. I want to move up heavyweight. I want the big boy toys now. I yep. want the big boy title. There I want go. that fucking 
IWGP t- heavyweight title. Hey, why wouldn't they want to move up? Yo, for real. Exactly. Why wouldn't you want to move and up? And it's great man. for everything. It's great for the story. It's great for the business. I mean, it's not even great for that bit for the business. Yeah, it, it is great for the business because it keeps the it keeps the fans attached to the character. You feel yeah. me? Attached to the wrestler, whoever they're watching, because uh-huh. they're seeing progression. They're not just stuck there. You feel me? They they're see not, it all coming. Exactly, because you see certain wrestlers that get stuck in a position. You know, I don't want to. We could talk about that later. We talk. We, we yeah. make a whole episode about that later. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That's <laughs> you know, boom. Whoever's gonna edit this, edit this. For us to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Word, right? No. But, I mean, we didn't even get into, like... No, fucking, I was gonna... Big boy matches, no, bro. Not yet. I want to just give a shout-out to uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi yes, for winning yes. not only the best of the Super Junior fucking cups, well, he also took the title. Osprey. Yo, did you watch that match? Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. They Yo. went in hard-hitting. They, they threw everything in that match, man. They mm-hmm. threw everything mm-hmm. in that match. I oh, Look, listen. If Will Ospreay really has that, like, that neck hurting him like that, another fucking one. shit, bro. Another one that has psychology. At some I mean, moments, he, uh, at some moments at it some... feels so real that you're like, yo, I, I think he's really hurt. He should stop doing stuff like this. He should stop doing stuff like this. I, I, no, come on. You're, you're too young. You're yo. too talented for all this. Yo, no, please don't do this to yourself. Then, yo, that's how I feel. Also, like I'm like I watch the man, and sometimes he sells the neck. Sometimes you watch him. Yeah. Take a a a a a a a. I'm a, I'm using in, inside terms. Take a bump, and it kind of botches up and shit like yeah. that. And it kind of it always affects his shoulder, neck area, head area. And you cringe. I cringe every time. Like, Hell yo, yeah, come on, man. dude. Like, I need you to keep wrestling. I don't want you to get hurt. Like, yeah. We need, that. We like, need, we yeah. need his energy, man. I need the Spider-Man. <laughs> like, we need it, bro. Son. But not for nothing, I'm happy that Hiromu Takahashi won this title. He's really had awesome titles yeah. against Kushida, against Will Ospreay. Yo, against fucking... Even interactions with fucking... Kushida, yo. With Desperado, he has great matches. I really, I really matches. don't know why he's not... He's not out here, but, you know, it is what it is. Nah, Kushida's doing good, man. You know what? Kushida's on his... He's on a great path. Five-time junior heavyweight title holder. Five-time or seven? Four-time. Maybe four or five. Five? All right, cool. You know, it's one of those. It's not seven. Seven is uh, uh, the the Young Bucks with the titles. With the tag titles. (sighs) Where was I? Oh, yeah, uh, Romu Takahashi, yeah, yes. he took the title, yeah, Junior Wade. I forgot about every oh, other thing I just said before I jumped back I'm in. just saying, like, yo, it was, no, just yeah. a, it was great, man. Yeah, I thought that match was, was awesome. Great. I thought that was a great, I, not just that it was a, a, a just an aerial show, it was a physical show, like, Hiromu fucking bought the fight to him outside yep. and inside the ring. It was really well put together. Like I said, Will Ospreay sold me on his neck a few times, and then a few times you can see that he's kind of just selling us on the neck. I appreciate the sell, but then you should do that also later on in the match because it kind of takes me away. That's Like I said, it's cringy when he does shit, and I'm like, I need you to live. But then at the same time, it's just like, ah, you're all right. <laughs> uh, another, another match. These are the big boys right now. I... I think we're gonna jump on the big boys, right? And yeah, but I hold on. There's a, uh, I mean, 
Over Pongi 3K won the junior. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Wasn't really feeling it. Rapungi or Derek? Rapungi 3K versus um, Suzuki Gun. Oh, yeah. Well, Suzuki Gun kept the titles. Desperado and his taxi partner. I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah, uh, Yoshinobu, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Yoshinobu Kanemaru, I guess. <laughs> I kind of feel like you butchered that, but all right. We're going to run with that one. Yeah, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Yeah, we'll go with that right now. We'll go with that. I'm sorry if I, if I butchered it. Please tell me. It, w- w- please, somebody w- send me a voice recording of how to say it. Word. Just uh, tell us the, uh, how to pronounce it, and we'll pronounce it perfectly on the next ep- episode. Perfectly. But um, Perfectly. Yeah, I wasn't really, to be honest, I wasn't really intrigued by that match. Well, I thought it was a good opener. Like, I thought that was it's great right, to open with, right. you know? Like, it was just, like, to build up for... The whole show. Yeah. Because the last two matches, let's just talk about fucking Naito and Chris Jericho first before we jump into the big show. Naito and Chris Jericho, what a show that was right there. The way it started. Dude. So violent. What a fucking brutal fight, dude. But wait, how about Chris Jericho coming in with the appearance of, like, the guy from Clockwork Orange? I've, I I I just I just yo I seen a, that and I, I'm like it was just perfect. My eyes lit up. I was like, yo, Chris Jericho walked in, walked on the <laughs> ramp, like that was his character from the jump. Yeah, like he's always wanted to do that mm-hmm. character, and the fact that he added makeup to the eyes, evil, yo, evil. it just looked sinister. Like he never, yeah. like he only smiled like in a sinister way. He never gave you like a legit like I'm happy. No, he's like. I'm fucking happy to cut somebody right now, son. <laughs> I'm going to kill. Yeah, I'm going to hurt this man. <laughs> and he didn't even let Naito undress himself. Naito had a whole suit and cape on when Jericho yeah. attacked. and he beat Naito's the, already bleeding. He beat the shit out of him. Bloody yeah. eye, bloody cheek. But Naito two came tables. Back. Naito came back. Naito came back with fucking fire. 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 Bro. Yo, Chris Jericho made sure Naito was going to sell every hit. Because Naito yeah. has the tendency to not sell hits. Yeah. And by sell, I mean, like, when you when a wrestler punches somebody, the other guy obviously is going to look he, like he took the hit harder than what it was. He made the most out of him. Yo, he made sure Naito was feeling every fucking shot. Every chop, every punch. Yo, when Naito got cut on his cheek, yeah. Chris Jericho slapped that cut. And you could see Naito, like, slap him right back real fast and hard. Yeah. Where Chris Jericho held his head, he was like, ah, shit. Ah, like, yeah, like, he was he's like, like, oh, so now you're awake. Yeah, now he's like, uh, <laughs> you're coming back now. There's fire in there. There's fire in there. Yo, that match was brutal. Surprised that it was an IC title match. Listen, as far as I know, it wasn't supposed to be an IC title match. And then out of nowhere, Jericho wins the match, he takes the belt, and then he's like, I'm the champ. I could explain that to you right now. Please do, because I, I am very, like, you know, New very J- confused about this shit. So New Japan has a way of doing rivalries, especially with titles. Okay. It's always after a match with somebody else that, you know, the champion defended it against. Yeah. Somebody would just appear and just call him out in the ring. Mm. So Jericho, obviously, just started off at the beginning of the year 
with uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom when he attacked Naito. Okay. Right? Yeah, So yeah, this yeah. is just an ongoing story. It wasn't at Wrestle Kingdom. It was the day after it. Oh, uh, uh, New Year's Dash. New Year's Dash. New Year's yeah. Dash. Yes, you're right. So, but this is an uh, ongoing story with Naito and Chris Jericho. They've just been beefing. So, when Chris Jericho came back to show that he wasn't done with Naito, okay. on his second video, he called him out, like, you make the title look weak. You know you don't want the title. I could bring that title home with me. He's like, I'm not only going to bring that title home with me. I'm going to take you all around the world. Because I'm, I'm going to be the 10-time champion. And he's counted the nine times that he won. In WWE. Yeah. So he's already calling. He was giving us the little hints that fucking WWE Yo, and New Japan. So that he comes back with the, to WWE what? holding huh? that title. Huh? Huh? Yo, <laughs> son. That's why I told you. Chris Jericho got Dude. his little Canadian fingers in that little mitts. Dude. Yo. They all, yo. Come but, on, man. So, like, I'll, 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 we'll jump on that later. <laughs> Edit for jump on that later. <laughs> yo, but like I was saying, with the New Japan beef, like how they do rivalries, so Chris Jericho called him out for that title on the second video. Yeah. And it's up to Naito if he accepts the challenge. And he accepted the challenge. That's when he was laying down in the middle of the ring. And he was like, oh, I thought Chris Jericho was going to attack. He shows us another video that I was going to fall asleep in yeah. the middle of. Like, you know, shit like that. And he accepted the IC title. Uh, what fucked it up was that at Dominion, the announcer didn't call it. And Kevin Kelly was like, I guess this isn't a, ti a IC title match. And I remember all of this very well because they had the, the hashtag on the top left corner of the screen and it went it faded out and it came back and it's just like oh, I didn't notice that you didn't notice that it happened oh, at the beginning of the match okay. right after Kevin Kelly says it it fades away and I'm just like oh I'm guessing it's not an IC title match but then it comes back uh, I say around the time where Naito's already picking up his uh his comeback yeah yo but Chris Jericho leaves with that match with as a new IC title I just think everything, the way it all works out, the way Naito doesn't care for that title, it works. Like, it's just, he left the title in the middle of the ramp. He, like, walked down the ramp, and he dropped it. And it just laid perfectly where the cameraman picked it up, where you just see and the ice. Jericho picks it up. No, not even, yeah. Matter of fact, Jericho <laughs> picked it right back up where he, laid, where he laid it down. Fucking awesome, son. Awesome shit. Wow, bro. Wow. And then he beats the shit out of Naito even more after the one, two, three. Yeah. And has Evil come out for assistance. So it kind of looks like Evil and Chris Jericho might have some action going on soon. Okay, okay, you know? okay. Let's just say it. Oh, man, damn, we're about to get into the the three falls. Yo, listen, man. want to say congrats to Kenny Omega for... Actually jumping that hurdle, man. For, oh. And making it happen. Because to be honest with you, I don't think this should have been four matches. But am I am I mad that it dragged out? Nowhere near mad that this dragged out to four matches. Oh, definitely not. Because all four matches were amazing. So shout out to you, Mr. Omega. And... Shout out to Okada, man. Thank you, Okada, yes, for yes. the 700-day winning streak. 700-plus, yeah. Win. But seriously, thank you to those two for giving us matches of the caliber that we haven't seen. And 
a long time. I mean, you know, the WWE have been putting up really good matches lately and within the last couple of years, but a rivalry. This shit. This 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 brought me back to like when I was a kid this shit, watching Stone Cold and The Rock going at it. This rivalry brought back a lot of eyes to wrestling. Yeah. And it wasn't WWE that they were watching. It was outside wrestling. It was indie wrestling. Yeah. It was New Japan wrestling. Yeah. People were like, who is this? Who is Kenny Omega? Who is Okada? And why are they being to talk about of last year? Mm-hmm. Of Wrestle Kingdom of last year when they first had their match. And that was only 40, 43 minutes. And oh, it was like Ken- two years ago, the first one. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago. Look at that. Two years ago. Because it was this This year was, was Jericho. With Kenny Omega. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, yeah, t- this year was Chris Jericho. No, it was last year. Last year was their first match? Yeah. So they, they it had was, three it was matches a- before this one. Yeah. It was, uh, I'll tell you right now. It was uh, Okada and Kenny Omega Wrestle Kingdom uh, last year, 2017. And then it was Okada and Kenny Omega in... Uh, not- the G1. They had a match at the G1. Yeah, but before the G1, that's I where think- Kenny Omega won. But the second match, they had a draw. I'm not going to say it was Dominion. I don't think it was Dominion. I think it was before Dominion. Hold on. Before before we get into that. But they had a draw match with Okada trying to pin Kenny before the, before the clock ran out, and he didn't make it. And the third match was at the G1 where Kenny Omega beat Okada under 30 minutes. You know? Mm-hmm. And then that's where it leads us to the... Two out of three falls for the championship, no time limit. I don't think it was uh, no disqualification. I don't know. So, Wrestle Kingdom 11. Right? Yeah, it was, was... it was Wrestle Kingdom 11. I can't tell you which uh, the, the, the match where they had the... Well, basically, it was a no contest because the time ran out. So it was Wrestle Kingdom 11, and then it was... It was a draw. G- yeah, and then they had... Then it was no, a G1. Wrestle Kingdom 11 was a draw? No, no. It was Wrestle Kingdom 11, Okada 1. Yeah. That's where everybody was like, oh shit, six-star match. Yeah. Six-star match. Then it was the second match where it was a draw, and they were still talking about six-star match that ended in a draw. So could it have been Dominion of that year? Maybe it was Dominion. I don't want to say it's Dominion. I could be wrong, but I know it was Wrestle Kingdom, then it was blank, I'm going to leave it blank. And then it was G1, and then we had it for Dominion again. You feel me? It could have been Dominion. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think you're right. You're right. But it's been a year of this storytelling, of Kenny Omega's struggle to become this top dog, to be given a U.S. title that New Japan made. Just so he could open up the market in the U.S. in the U.S. area in the Americas, you know, the North America, Central America. I don't know if they traveled Central or South, but I know they opened up for the North America side because they hit the West Coast and they went and went to Canada, I believe. Yeah. But Kenny Omega had the U.S. title just to have a title, and not even just to have a title, but to make that title more meaningful. You feel okay. me? Yeah. He was the man to beat. To make that title meaningful. And that's why I'm glad Jay White beat him for that title. Because Jay White is a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. But it opened up for Kenny Omega to chase his true goal. Which he succeeded with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. 
yeah. against Okada. And it was a fucking beautiful match at the beginning. Yo, honestly, did you watch the whole match? Because yeah, I yeah. could give you a complete breakdown of the give whole match. Give me the complete breakdown, but I run the whole thing. But I'm a, I went I, through the whole thing, man. I'm a just I was just telling you earlier that I wish I would have seen it for a second time. I saw it only once. I'm going to give it to you like this. Okada, first pin... And it was a quick roll-up. Yeah. Like, it was a roll-up. Yeah, it was like a little schoolboy. <laughs> yo, insane. And then the two pins after, Kenny Omega with the one-ring angel yeah. each time. First one-ring angel, which was Kenny's first pin. Yeah. Perfectly executed in the middle of the ring. The second one, the second pin. Two one-wing angels. One recklessly thrown because they were both already winded. Yeah. So Okada's body weight just shifted and Kenny just, it was just perfect timing. It was yeah. beautiful. It was just, it looked nasty. It looked ugly and it just made it look right because if it looked too, <laughs> if it looked too choreographed, you wouldn't have believed these men for, for that long. No, you, feel you me? wouldn't have believed that at all. Exactly. So he hit him with the one, picked him up, hit him with the second one. Bomb. Kenny, Kenny Omega not only just wins the title, but shows that the one winged angel is un un fucking kickable. Like yeah. you can't kick out of that shit. Can't I don't even know there's an un for it. But you can't kick out. <laughs> can't kick out of it. Yo, son. Unkickoutable. Unkickoutable. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. No, man. I mean, I was just very. I, I was just happy, man. Just seeing that match and seeing, Ken, like I said, Kenny getting over that hurdle, man. For real. Because it's like. Damn, bro, three matches, one draw, one loss. Same thing for Okada, one draw, one, one loss. loss. They had to they had to have that like that one match and be like, yo, let's see who's really on top. Oh, for real. And I'm really glad that New Japan went with the guy Gene. It opened and Kenny Omega. And it's gonna open a lot a lot of stuff for them because look, look at their their, their three biggest titles. Yep. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the mm -hmm. IWGP IC Championship, yep. the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, mm -hmm. all held by Gajins. Within the Young Bucks, Jericho, and Omega. All from the Americas. And now you got the Elite back together. Now you got the, the Golden, golden Elite. elite. Go now, guess what, what? What's Kota Ibushi? Is he Bullet Club? Is he not Bullet Club? I don't know. Maybe he's a, just an affiliate. He's just a lover. You know what this opened up? You know what this opened up, right? Yeah. Hey, there's a match between Cody and Cody and uh, Omega now. For the IWGP. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. it's, it's for Supercard, right? Or some shit like that? No, no, no. I mean, not Supercard. Uh, it's uh, not Supercard, but right uh, one, one of their main pay-per-views that's coming up soon. Yeah. Oh, I think isn't it the the G, for the G one? Oh G1 yeah, in July, no? I, yeah, I believe it's uh the San Francisco show. Yeah, man. he's looking at the Google the machine. G one special for the G one special. Bomb. So that's what we're getting as a treat for the West Coast California you lucky bastards. You get Where, Kenny man? Omega versus Cody. Don't call him Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Dominion was a dope show. I thought Dominion was... Uh, yeah, Dominion was awesome. New man. Japan never disappoints me. No. I'll, I'll just say it's zero. though. Never disappoints me. But... Well, I do get disappointed by it sometimes. Talk to me, talk to me, It's the WWE. Ah, yes, mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff there. I mean, we could go into the predictions and stuff now because they got a big... 
with what they call now, before the Big Four, within Royal Rumble, uh, WrestleMania, mm -hmm. SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Now they're talking about a Big Five, which they include Money in the Bank, which I'm not mad I got about. I guess that. I love Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is amazing. I think if that's going to be a, a Big match Five. itself, and then they made it into a, a pay-per-view, pay awesome. I think that's perfect. I think yeah. that, that should fill the, the, the craving of ladders for wrestling fan for the year. Yeah. You feel definitely. me? Like, you're going to have multiple ladder matches. Yeah. They obviously have meaning. They're for a contract for any time, anywhere. Not anywhere, but any time I, yeah. I could take that title from you type of scenario, yeah. which is dope. Like, it's a very shotgun fucking feeling. It's like, yo... Kind of reminds me of the hardcore title when it was defended twenty four hours. <laughs> and it was awesome. Like I remember, I remember one time, I forgot who it was. I think it was Crash Holly. I think Crash Holly did it to somebody, or somebody did it to Crash Holly. But they walked into his room while he was sleeping, yeah. pinned him, and walked out to champ. And he woke up. Fucking, <laughs> I think it was one of the fucking uh, 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 the Stooges. That's Briscoe. hilarious. Yo. Yeah, it was uh, Briscoe. Yeah, I think it was Briscoe. Son. <laughs> I think it was Briscoe. But oh. Uh, I, I feel like the money in bank, I'm glad they made it a top five, uh, yeah. a big five, because it does have meaning to the whole Definitely. world of the WWE. So, another thing I want to ask you is, uh, what's your predictions, man? What's your predictions, predictions? on MITB? Woo! That's hard to say. It's difficult. First let's off. Start, let's start with the, with the men's match. The men's MITB match. Uh, that's what I was going to go with. First off, I'm predicting Big E. Like, I keep going with Big E is going to show for New Day. Okay. Yeah, Yo, he's not winning. See, wait, he's hold not... on, hold on. Did you hear that shade that uh, Kenny Omega threw his way during that, that Street Fighter tournament? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, like, I... enjoy this because this is the only time that you'll ever be in the main event. Yeah. <laughs> ah! yeah. Threw it what at him. Bastard, man. Threw it at him. Yo, there was a moment where he threw shade. He was like, yo, did it take your whole promo, uh, your writing, your, what was it? He was like, yo, did it take your writing team to write you that promo? <laughs> like, oh, in the middle of the fucking people, son. <laughs> and then there was a moment that Dave was talking amongst each other. He was like, what, you waiting for your writing team to write your promo now? <laughs> like, yo, son, Kenny's oh, such an asshole, son. He's such an asshole. And he, yo, Biggie's just in the background like, yo, you know, we're funny. You know we do our own funny jokes. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, it's all us. Yeah, it's just like, yo, you know we write our own funny jokes. We're the only funny ones. <laughs> yeah. Son. But, but um, I say who, big, who do you got? Who do you got winning in the it? match? In the match winning it. You already told me you got Big E as the three. Oh, so man. who do you got? So you got Rusev, Big E. Okay. You got Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and you already told me Big E from the New Day. Mm -hmm. So give me one person, bro. I'm gonna run with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens? Yeah, he's. You got been... Kevin Owens winning it? Yeah, you you know why? They've been focused okay. on him. They've been focused on yeah, him complaining yeah, 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 a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... I mean, I feel you. I also think it's gonna be somebody from Raw that's gonna win it. And to be honest, bro, I'm going with Finn Balor, man. I wasn't even thinking about the raw shit. That's I'm going with Finn. Raw's the only it. reason why I'm going with Finn because me as a as a fan, I have this I have this idea in my head where you know, like he's gonna hold the title okay. at some point in this year, and it's gonna happen at SummerSlam. 
I mean, I know there's rumors going around that Brock might not be there. There might not be no title, um, no title match for a SummerSlam. But I also think that he's going to defend the title against Braun Strowman or even in the triple threat match with Roman Reigns. Mm. Whoever wins that match, me thinking Braun Strowman, they already have like some type of heat against each other when he smacked them and they went through those two matches. Yeah, yeah. You already seen, they built Finn strong in order to like, you know, be able to go toe-to-toe with a big guy like that. So from what sure, I was thinking sure. is that Strowman wins the chip, but he's just so out of it. He's probably putting one hand up with the, with the title like, oh, yeah, I did it. This guy comes out of nowhere, kicks his fucking face in. And the coup de gras, one, two, three, and the new Universal Champion. You know how heelish that sounds? And you know what? That sounds like New Japan fin, baby. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 Prince Bullet Club, Devin. baby. Prince Devin. Yes. Prince Devin. Yes. The originator of the Bullet Club. You know what I'm saying? Yo, word, son. Actually, That's just me. Like, That's that sounds, just me. That sounds like a good, uh, I just see it as what they're selling us. <laughs> But that actually sounds like good for the future. You feel oh, me? Oh yeah. That sounds that sounds good. It sounds like a WrestleMania match. Like yeah, because you already seen Braun Strowman manhandle Finn twice. Mm-hmm. So Finn's gotta get that his first receipt. match. He didn't manhandle him both. Oh no no no! Right. I mean I mean yo, not f- both matches he really didn't manhandle him. Like he just like Finn put up a good fight for both yeah. of them. But the way Braun sell, like the way Braun throws his body, son, it's just it's just it's just hard to say. Finn was able to fight back. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Like you kind of see him like mm, he was surviving. <laughs> like, oh yeah, but the fight back wasn't too wasn't too a, much of a fight back. <laughs> it's just like but, you know that's fight or flight. <laughs> fight or flight. <laughs> but um, we have another ladder match with the ladies. Ladies. Oh, yeah, that's, damn, that's actually gonna be. I think that's gonna be a, a, a sleeper match, man. Nah, I know. It's definitely going to be a sleeper. You got they, Charlotte there doing they, big backflips? Listen, bro. They big backflips. They got homegirl, bro. Like, they got Ember Moon over there. Yo, that should be a shirt. My right? bad. That should be a shirt. Big backflips. <laughs> big like, backflips. Oh, where is <laughs> Dude, Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. <gasps> Ooh. Sasha Banks, bro. Look at the... look. At the talent they have in that ladder match. No, for real. Honestly, I want Becky Lynch to take it. That's how I feel. Yo, everybody's talking about Natalia taking it. And this, and this is another thing that I don't like about... I mean, listen, I listen to so many different wrestling podcasts, and I love them all. Mm-hmm. But there's just some that come out with these... Vegas betting odds and all this... Come on, Oh, the three to one man. and fucking... Us as fans, to one and shit like yeah. That. Us as fans already know something. Something's already in the mix, and we feel like we already know what's gonna happen. Don't give me the Vegas betting odds, bro. You know, don't give me that. You can't Vegas bet. Uh, you can't do the Vegas betting odds with wrestling. It's a it's a fickle business. Wrestling is, and it never oh runs with the betting. But I could see why people are saying Natalia. It could be her last run. People have been saying it could be her last run for like the last couple of years. But it could be her last run. You I think she's know. trying to be a mom or some shit now. You never know, man. You never know what's going to happen. But like I, I, I believe I, I chose... Who did I choose? Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. But 
I hear that they don't fuck with Becky Lynch because of her accent and shit like that. Like uh, that. That's, that's, that's not cool. But, yo, she has great talent. Like, in the ring, like, talent-wise, she's fucking awesome. Like, athletically, she's fucking dope. Well, if I'm... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you ain't even give me a prediction. I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. I feel like this is gonna be Sasha Banks' night. And I feel that she's gonna put herself in to the match with Naomi and Ronda Rousey. Oh, you mean Naya and Ronda? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Naya and Ronda Rousey. Word. And heal herself up? And heal herself up, and then she's gonna have a great match with Ronda one day. I don't know if it's gonna happen within the pay per view events to come, come around in the, um, in the summer. Maybe it'll be for Survivor Series. But it's going to be a program that they could do for the next couple of months. I feel like Sasha's going to win this one. Yo, a little sidebar about Ronda Rousey. I forgot to bring this up at the beginning. Uh, the WWE uh, 2K19 that's coming yeah. out, AJ Styles might be on the cover. It's okay. looking like he's definitely going to be on the cover. Okay. Ronda Rousey is going to be a bonus character in the game. Nice. For pre-ordering. And she's going to be in the UFC Hall of Fame. She's already inducted, no? Oh, she got inducted already? I believe she's inducted. Okay, or she, or or she, it should yeah, be that's soon. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Really dope. Uh, you know, good shit for her, man. She's everywhere. She's getting money just fucking having her face in the game. <laughs> two And two different type of fucking genres. Right. In mixed martial arts, arts and wrestling. That's, that's fire, man. Or that's uh, fire, bro. Sports entertainment, if you want to go with sports, you know, the corporate Oh, lingo. <laughs> <laughs> so, next match. Who you got in the last man standing match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura? Nakamura. That's my pick right now. Nakamura. The last man uh, stand. Yo, son. Listen. Son. I feel that they can't go no other way but with a Shinsuke win. Let it be the way he cheats to win. But the thing is, everything's legal, baby. Also, everything's going to be legal. You know what would be crazy? If AJ wins, he'll be the fifth man to retain his title in the last man standing match. Wow. Because Mankind did it. Triple H did it. Randy Orton did it. Mm -hmm. I forgot who else. John Cena did it. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. I mean... They, they, if they want to keep on promoting Nakamura as like a main event type of dude, he needs to win the title right now. You know what I like about Nakamura? I don't even feel like he needs to win the title. I want him to win the title because I feel like he'll fucking, he'll shine. Like he'll make, yeah. he shines already. Yeah. But I feel like he'll make that title like fucking, <laughs> I can see some heel ass shit that he does when he walks down the ramp and shit. You feel me? Like, he takes a lot of things from New Japan. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like fucking... He'll yo, he should come back with the crown. Yo, son, that'd be so lit. That'd be so lit. You know? But I'm just talking about the mannerisms. Like, the whole low blow shit. Yeah. That's from one of the New Japan wrestlers out there. Uh, 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 Yomi, I think his name is, or shit like or Something like that. I could I could be wrong. Okay. I, uh, Tom, Tommy, Tom, I, oh, to Tomo, Tomohiro? Ah, oh, man. What's his name? I remember he, he tagged with the Briscoe brothers at one yeah, point. Yeah, to Tomo. Tom Tomo. Tomo something? Yeah. Ah, I can't remember right now. But he's a part of Chaos. Yeah. And that's Nakamura's crew. So, 
he took the whole low blows things from him because he keeps winning off low blows yep. and schoolboys on niggas. Yeah, the fat dude, man. Yeah. So, yo, if he wins the title, I could see him do like stupid shit with the title, like lit, like make that title look like damn. Everybody wants that shit, son. Like, why is this asshole got to carry it? Why is this nigga like? <laughs> why this guy over here? Yo, for real, son. But I could respect if AJ wins it, cause oh, is it Toriano? Toriano, there Toriano, you go. right? Yeah. There you go. That's him. Toriano's a funny ass heel. Yeah. He always does stupid shit to like everything he does is heel. I remember, I remember, I remember, man. Yo, but I say Nakamura. AJ would be nice, but Nakamura. I don't think Nakamura losing with diminish his main event status because he's such a good heel. I feel like it will because yeah. it's the fourth match, and the way they've ended, he needs this win. Nakamura needs this win, man. You know, like he needs this win, and but he, he hasn't needs to had be that dominant heel. He needs to be that dominant heel within SmackDown Live. Okay, I feel you. And hopefully, it'll go into a segment with. Um, Daniel Bryan. Let's see what happens. Yo. Woo! I didn't even think of that. That's what That's I'm thinking such a, of. Ooh, that gave me chills. You know? <laughs> but, um, well, I already said, I think Rousey's going to come on top with Nia Jax. Yeah? And ooh. whoever wins that ladder match is just going to mess up the whole vibe. Okay. And just, just ruin her mess, celebration? Yeah. Ruin the celebration. They're going to win it. That's how I think it's going to go down for that one. <coughs> what about you? Oof. I want Nia Jackson one, but yeah, I can see it go down like that. Yeah, I can right? definitely see it go. It's the best way to tell a story. It'll be awesome if Nia Jackson just wins like a heel. Rolls her, rolls her up and use her weight. You know, just simple shit like that. It could always be simple things, bro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But um, Carmella versus Asuka. I'm going to be an asshole, and I'm going to say Carmella. I guess we're two assholes in this podcast because I'm saying Carmella. I don't even want to do that to my girl, Asuka. But I say Carmella because she has a good way of being a bitch. (laughs) I appreciate the fact that she tells the fucking crowd to chant for her, like praise me. You know, It's amazing. I beat beat Charlotte twice. Yo, something for real. And it counts. It counts. It counts. Yeah, we were there for one of them, man. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like she's going to win because they just need... To build up her status, but they're gonna have her win in a heelish way where Oscar still looks strong. They can't have Oscar look weak because they had Oscar looking weak for the past couple of weeks. No, no, no. You know what you they're know? doing with Oscar though? How I see it, not having her put on good matches with other talent. Mm. You know, you can't always look like you're unbeatable. No, definitely. You know, it doesn't work. Yeah, especially if you wrestle with the same people a couple of times, you're gonna always find out what your next move is. Yeah. So it's. I like the way certain things WWE does kills me, and then certain other things like the way they tell their stories and within the ring, like and that's the talent within the ring. They fucking they know how to just change it up every match. Like the AJ Nakamura matches, always been different, ended the same, but always been different. Yeah, you know. No, you're right. You're definitely right, bro. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Carmelo with you, bro. Carmelo definitely. How about the Good Brothers versus the Bludgeon Brothers? Ooh. I, me, I want the Good Brothers to win, but you already know they're not going to, man. And by Good Brothers, we mean Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows. Yes. Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows, yes, bro. Sir. I hope and pray that you guys win those titles 
and just go on a rampage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Enjoying AJ if he continues his title reign. Exactly. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, what else is there? The, the tag titles are the pre-show, right? Which is unfortunate. I feel like that's unfortunate. I feel like that's a kind of a, a not a good spot for that tag title match. I have a whole different uh, idea for that title match. I mean, a whole different spot, a whole different uh, match for that spot, the yeah. pre-show. But I think the last match is the IC title, right? I, uh, Elias versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, but my question is, who wants to walk with Elias? It's a very good question. It's a very good question. <coughs> You know me, LP. Mm-hmm. I want to walk with Elias. I would love to see Elias win that IC championship. And I'm gonna say it like this: the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. They don't even put that in. No yeah, more, that's man. true. What I'm gonna say for that match is, I can't wait for the next single, the next number one hit that Elias is gonna come out with oh, after he wins that title, because. It could have been with the guitar that John Mayer gave him, but, you know, Seth went and broke yeah, it. Went off and Awesome. I love that. Yo, Seth, you're doing great with that championship. Yo, for real. He's making that championship meaningful. Just like The Miz, it's meaningful. You feel me? It's not just a prop. It's not something that just they just keep on the yeah. side and they're just like, hey, I'm this, but I'm not putting it up. No, nah, they're consistently fighting it. Yep. Even with Miz, he put it up even though there's matches that there was – like, majority of the times, as a heel, you're supposed to be like, yeah, I'll put it up next week. Yeah. And then they put them on the match that <laughs> yeah, same yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Miz always got dealt that card, which was awesome because he always was legit fighting for that title. Yep. That's one thing people can't say. Like, hey, even if the, even if he had the fucking stacks in his favor with, like, a fucking two, three-on-one when he had, like, the Miz Taraj with him, he will be like, yo, let's handicap it. For my IC title. <laughs> and it'll be one guy against the three of them. Like, he's still putting up his title for that match. Like, yeah. that's legit. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. Awesome, man. But, yeah. I um, mean, we... Besides that, we also have the other three matches. Because there's ten matches on this card. What? The other three matches is Roman Reigns and Jinder. Roman. Yeah, I'm going Roman on that one. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Big Cass. Uh, Daniel Bryan. I'm going Big Cass. Oof. Oof. Just because if they're putting him in this spotlight in Against order Daniel. to get some type of heat or push, he's going to come out out of nowhere learning a leg lock and almost breaking this guy's leg. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. But my- that's if they want to uh, keep on <coughs> keep on forwarding the story. <coughs> my thing. If they don't want to forward the story... Then you let you let Daniel Bryan win and, and call it you know call it what it is and then put him within the U.S. you know the U.S. Championship division. Yeah, that's true. Which I thought Shinsuke should have started in, but mm-hmm. you know they propelled him to the top with that Royal Rumble win, so it's all good. Yeah, that's the way Shinsuke won that Royal Rumble yeah. was awesome. Awesome, awesome. awesome. It, it, it was it perfect was perfect timing. Yeah, it was due. perfect timing. And then ugh, the match I hate to talk about because I just hate the segments. For two very talented individuals in Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Oof. Sami Zayn's gonna win that. Bobby, Bobby Lashley's gonna beat the shit out of him, but Sami's gonna win that. I feel like they're going real wrong with this. I mean, from the moment he came in, they should have had him on a terrorizing promo calling out Brock Lesnar, man. Dude. That would have been amazing. 
Dude, it wouldn't too, even. That's too simple. That's yeah, what all it's fans too want. simple. It's too simple and too straightforward. Vince, I think. yeah, exactly. Vince is not gonna give you straightforward. He's, he's not gonna, gonna give you what you want. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna make you fucking salivate for that shit, son. And that's all what the fans want. Like, all right, who's gonna fuck up Brock now? Bobby Lashley. But now he's gonna be like, no, no, let's put him through this whole obstacle that yeah. we had to watch. <laughs> this fucking. Anyway, um, What's the American proper? Gladiators I can, no, obstacle course? No, 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 just in segments alone, like this whole fucking, this whole fucking thing that they have, the rivalry with Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley, was just dead from the beginning for some yeah. reason. When he introduced the sisters, when fucking Sami Zayn called them out about the sisters and had the three guys dressed up as women, the obstacle, yo, the fans aren't buying this, and it's. Two great athletes. These guys are going to give us a hell of a show. And it's just disappointing that the fucking buildup was so boring and yeah. terrible. Like, yo, you could have called them out on anything, out, on anything else. On just, some bullshit, yeah. Yeah, on some... Come on, man. That's what kills me. That's why, like, I put those three matches to the side. And I really want to talk about them because there's not much there to talk about. Even though one of them has... Not even one, but... You know, you have... You have top talent there. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. I don't give a hell what the fuck people these say are, about Roman Reigns, but these Roman are Reigns, fucking filler matches. Yeah, man, these that's are crazy. Filler matches. But you know what? I want this to happen so Roman could gain some type of traction with him doing these type of matches, just being there, mm-hmm. and then just hopefully it's just a breakout segment or moment for him. Oh yeah, in Raw or at a pay per view, whatever it may be, just to boost him back up. You know, yo. Besides that, can I just, uh, before we even kill everything on this show, because I think it's due time that we're about to close off, right? Yeah. Am I right? I just want to, I just want to bring up, yo, why, why not do a Money in the Bank for the Cruiserweights? Why not use that pre-show time for them? Exactly. They're fucking 205 Live. the Tag live. Team Championship. Son, the 205 Live shows for the past month and a half, Maybe I, more. I had to catch up. After Triple H took over, though? Or maybe more. Probably yeah. like two, Even, two yeah. months, almost three. Exactly. Fucking, ever since things changed up, everybody matters. They've had great tag team matches. Yep. They have the Lucha House Party now, Dude, which yeah, is a awesome. great stable of awesome. fucking Lucha guys. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that one match where one of them has to put up their mask. That's going to be a fucking special match. I hope if, if that match happens, that's like a, a title, part of the pay per view. Mask is like a title. That match is more meaningful than any. That's the identity. That's somebody you're stripping in a way the identity of the being. Yeah. You feel me? So, I just I, I just don't get how I just let my whole L burned away by itself. <laughs> but I just don't get how the cruiserweights don't have a title. I mean, a, a ladder, a, a money in the bank ladder match because there's so many cruiserweights there. Who you could put in the match. Yeah. You could put six of them in. And they'll give you a good 20-minute show. Oh, no, definitely. And, definitely. It, and it's going to be quick. It's going to be action-packed. It's something that I think WWE in a whole should... Think about? Not, not Yeah, think about before investing. They should think about it. Think about how they could put the six best cruiserweights they have in one match. To rate... And it's a ladder match. Yo, these guys would do moves that... We're only going to see, you know, for gonna special be, events like that. They're going to you know be dumbed I mean? down. Yeah, exactly. They're no, going to be very... I, I mean, it's not going to dumb down, No, no, no. Bro. I mean, it's, compared to, like, New Japan and shit like that, it's going to be kind of like, 
softer, but there's gonna be moments that's gonna be special. It's gonna be but only that's shown. That makes it even better. Exactly. You don't have to have those moments consistently times through the match. Exactly. Like, it could be three or four spots, and you're like, "Yo, son, this made the match even better just because there was a story being told in order to get to that one move." Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's why I love. That's the other thing I love about WWE the way they do that thing. But hell yeah, hell yeah, yo. I just want to say the reason why I came up, the reason why I even thought about that was because there was a match, a six-man title match. Yeah. You know, the Lucha House Party, which is El, El, oh, Dorin, yeah. El Dorado or El yeah. some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, what's the kid? Uh, what's his name? The Lucha Lucha. Oh, uh, uh, Lucha Lucha. Uh, uh, the guy that was with Sincada. That was... Kalisto. Kalisto. Fucking Kalisto. Lince De Niro, De Niro, yeah, and Grand Metalik, yeah, versus Lince Dorado, yeah, Grand Metalik and Kalisto, yeah, house party, exactly, versus Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak, Jack Ryan Kendrick, and Jack Gallagher. Yo, I was really into Jack Gallagher when he first came in because he has such a great character. Great like, character, and then I don't know what happened after that they one healed, title defense. No, nah, they healed him up. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, like he, he he went in there for his title shot. Sorry, I said title defense earlier. Yeah, he went into there with his title shot, lost, and then that's it. He lost against Neville, and then that was it. Yeah, imagine if they would do that, right? Oh, this is just us talking as fans. Remember, first ever MITB ladder match for the cruiserweight title, right? For a cruiserweight title opportunity. Yes. And they're like, there's six guys, only five advanced, and there's one surprise. Bring back Neville. That'd be fucking crazy, son. That'd be crazy. Yo, Wait, man. didn't Neville win King of the Ring? Yeah, that's where he got that whole, King like, Neville, right? Yeah. He'll and be coming back that, as King Neville, because his whole thing was King. King of the Cruiserweights. Exactly. Son. Son. That'd be fucking lit. Right? That would be lit. I just, the only thing I want, I don't want him to be held back yeah. in the cruiserweights because I want to see Neville progress into the heavyweights, but that'd be dope. And yeah. I'd be, I think just that'd be special. Just for his last run as the cruiserweight. That'd be so, yeah, exactly. That'd, that'd be special. Back up there, yeah. That'd be special for everything, everything. Just, right. The first money in the bank, Neville comes back, special. And that's really more of like a fantasy thing that I have, you know, like a fantasy idea, you know? Yeah, but never definitely. And the money in the bank in general. Yo, it was dope today. Very dope, very dope. We've done dope episode. <laughs> now it's awesome. You know, like, we touched down. You know, let's see what happens for MITB. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe we're right, maybe we're wrong. Anything is possible. So... With that being said, LP, we got a new segment on this show, right? Okay, okay. I know we're running a little, a little long right now, but uh, we got Bing's What the F or segment. What's going on on his end? He's giving us his lowdown on what's bothering him. Yeah, I think you guys are going to like this. Check it out. All the following right. announcement has been brought to you by the 2020 Podcast. Really good. It's your boy B I N G Bing. You heard, representing Twenty Twenty Podcast, straight out of Orlando, Florida. Right now, back home in sunny Orlando, chilling. And this is my little segment, my take, my little input on what the f is going on right now 
what I'm feeling, what I'm not feeling. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not feeling a lot. We're going to start with something that I absolutely cannot fucking stand right now. And that's Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Jesus Christ. Sami Zayn is talented on the mic. He's great in the ring. Bobby Lashley, since his return, he hasn't done shit. And I guess they needed to put him with somebody that has a little bit of a personality. Even though, you know, his last couple of years in TNA, Lashley can talk and he can do his thing. And he can definitely cut promos. I don't understand why they feel the need to silence him the way they've silenced him and have him smiling all the time and that fucking hat that's too small for his and his little cut-off shirts and introducing his sisters. No one gave a shit. And it's like, we already know who Bobby Lashley is. We know he's a military guy. We know he's a badass. We know he's a military wrestling champion. We know he's an MMA champion. We know he's, you know, top team America. We already know that. And it's like, you know what the fans want? They want Lashley and Brock. They want Lashley and Samoa Joe. They want Lashley and Braun. I don't want to see Lashley go against Sami Zayn. This whole storyline has sucked. The whole build has been fucking terrible. All the promos suck. The obstacle course run, that was a little creative. We might have seen that before. Sounds a little WCW-ish to me. I can't pinpoint exactly where I might have seen that. (coughs) Russo. But I think they did something like this on an episode of Nitro. It might have been Thunder. Like around early 2000. I'm going to look in the WWE Network just to be sure. But I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. It was okay. It was all right. That's probably the best thing they've done so far. But it was still pretty terrible. And I hope they wrap this shit up at Money in the Bank. They're probably not going to. It's probably going to run all the way through SummerSlam. And I feel bad for both of these guys because the crowd does not give a fuck. Moving on. Enough Lashley and Sami Zayn. I want to talk about the WWE's main roster tag team division. What the fuck is going on? Excuse me. You do the superstar shakeup. You move teams around. The club, the good brothers, Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows end up on SmackDown. They win that little battle royal or gauntlet match, whatever it was. They're the number one contenders against the Bludgeon Brothers. It's been, you know, they've had their singles matches. Good brothers keep getting over. They're gaining momentum. They're gaining traction. Storyline's going good. They're taking shots at each other at Twitter. And you put them on the fucking pre-show. Excuse me. Have the tag team titles not been relegated to the pre-show enough? They might have been on the pre-show last year. What, five out of the 12 main pay-per-views? This is fucking ridiculous. There's no respect for these guys and the work that they put in. These guys make every house show, make every town. You already know, you see it if you follow their social media. And the Bludgeon Brothers as well. It's like, and at the same time, you know, they, they, I feel like the other teams on SmackDown right now are doing nothing. There's no shine. The Usos aren't doing anything. I, I mean, what are they doing? You know, who <laughs> name another tag team on SmackDown. It's, it's hard to say. And then on Raw, yo, man. I'm tired of Bray Wyatt and Matt, Hart- and Matt Hardy. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. WWE watered it down. I don't know what they're doing. These guys need to just lose those titles. Bray needs to go back to being heel. It's like it has its moments where it's ha-ha-ha, but that's all it is. I'm like, is Matt turning heel? Like, what are they doing? 
and it's like you have them going up against the B team, and it's like you know the B team is entertaining. You know those guys they work hard too. They've been there for a while. They deserve a break. I would love to see them win, but I don't think WWE is gonna give us too many feel good stories on on a pay per view like Money in the Bank before a major show like SummerSlam. So I'm not counting on the B team winning. And overall, again, you know you had the superstar shake up. You brought up these new teams like. Where the fuck are the Altars of Pain? Why are they not destroying people on Monday Night Raw? Even if it's jobbers, give them the brawn build. Have them beat up jobber teams. Then put them with a C-class team. Put them with a C-plus class team. Then build them up the old net, the old school type of way. It'll work for them. It's like those guys, they can talk, but they don't need to talk. You know what I'm saying? And it's like for them to just not be on TV is fucking ridiculous. And on top of that, unless one of them is hurt, but I haven't heard one of them is hurt. And on top of that... With a fucking sanity on SmackDown. Like, those three guys are super talented. Eric Young is crazy and nuts. Uh, Alexander Wolf is dope. Killian Dane is dope. Like, I don't understand what's going on there. Who's booking there? Whose decision it was there to not put these guys on TV yet? They were called up. It's been now two fucking months and they haven't been on TV. I don't get what the hell's going on with that. It's, uh, it's a little nuts, to be honest with you. All right, all right. That's our boy Bing over there letting us know what he ain't feeling at the moment. I truly, truly agree with the boy. Tag team division is missing some keys to it, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it's you know, it's just his opinion. It's our opinion. Yes, can't really say that we speak. It's not everybody's, but we're gonna let you know what we feel. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, I yo, I think that's about it right yeah that's about it man that's about it this is episode 6 20 by 20 podcast i'm your host nathan mcfly followed by lp dangerously yo we thank you and your boy bitty bitty bing yo thank you everybody for listening yo uh we'll be back next week hopefully uh not anything else nah man just you know Enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend, and hopefully you're going to tune in with us next week like you've been doing for the past five weeks, going into six. But yeah, man, you already know. Thanks for listening. It's 20 by 20 boys, and we out here, man. Thank you for listening. Peace.